If you want to transform your body, mind, and spirit, then you are right where you need to be. Welcome to the podcast, the official podcast of Pullman Fitness, hosted by your coach, Adam Pullman. Happy Monday to you, or whatever day of the week it is when you are uh, listening to this episode. Uh, welcome to this episode of the podcast. If uh, you are new here, this is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host and coach, Adam Pullman. Now, usually we'll answer health and fitness questions, but today I wanted to take some time to talk about uh, something I've been hearing a lot about lately from uh, people on social media, people uh, in my life, friends, family, uh, and clients as well. And that is comparison. I've just been having a lot of conversations with people who are struggling with comparison. It's something that I have struggled with my, my whole entire life. And so I wanted to just uh, talk more about that and share some words on what has helped me in the hopes that it helps you. All right. So hopefully you find this episode uh, valuable. If you do and you haven't left a review yet, that would be so greatly appreciated. You can leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify now. Um, so I would say wherever you listen to podcasts, but frankly, if you don't listen to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, what are you doing? I don't understand. But anyway, you can leave uh, a rating and review there uh, if you'd like. It'd be extremely helpful. It would help the podcast out uh, a ton. Now, if you want to submit a question that you would like to have answered on the show, maybe you are uh, struggling with something in the fat loss realm. Maybe you have this nutrition question. Maybe you've heard different opinions on something and you just want to know what the deal is. Go ahead and go to my Instagram uh, story on Sundays. My handle is Adam. Uh, it's, it's Adam Pullman. No, wait a minute. It's Adam. Shoot. What is it? It's Adam Pullman underscore PT. Goodness gracious. Um, and you can go ahead and go into the question box that says, ask me anything on Sunday and submit your questions there. You can ask one question, 10 questions, five questions, as many questions as you would like. And lastly, before we get into the comparison talk here, um, if you want some more valuable free resources to help you out with transforming your body uh, without strict dieting so you can keep it for a lifetime, uh, go ahead and go to PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And you can download any one uh, or more of those valuable free resources there. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about comparison. Comparison, it is something that we all struggle with. We all struggle with it uh, in one way or another. Uh, it could be with the way that your body looks. It could be your strength. It could be um, something else in the in the health and fitness space. It could be your career. Maybe it's uh, the way someone else parents. You um, are constantly, you know, comparing yourself to another parent and wondering why they seem to have everything together um, and why your life seems to be a mess all the time. Maybe uh, you're an athlete and you're always comparing yourself to somebody else in the field. Whatever it is. We all struggle with comparison um, in some regard. And I don't know uh, exactly why that is. It could be uh, a result of, of, of sin. It could be something that's just kind of like uh, built in to make sure that we're not falling behind. I don't know. But it's not good. I know that much, right? So we need to figure out what we can do to combat that, to combat co combat uh, comparison um, and how to handle those, those thoughts, how to reframe them, how to move forward and make sure we don't get uh, lost in that trap. Because as the, uh, the famous quote goes, uh, it is a thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. I don't know whose quote that is, uh, but you can uh, look it up and find the, the person, I'm sure. Um, so I have a few thoughts on this um, and I wrote them down. 
Uh, not in an effort to make this cohesive talk um, that starts with A and takes you all the way to Z, but more so just to to put my thoughts down. And they're just general tips, uh, general thoughts I would like to share, pieces of advice. And if if any one of them hits and resonates with you, great. Uh, if if none of them do. I am so sorry I let you down. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to share some of the things that have helped clients and have helped me in the past when I have struggled with uh, comparison. So the first thing that I want to to say about comparison is is this. I think we have an expectation that one day or or somehow if we use some tactic, we will be able to stop comparing ourselves to other people. Um, and one day we just, we will not care and we will look back and say, oh, wow, I haven't had a thought about comparison in the last 10 years. Ain't that crazy? And <laughs> I just don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how it works at all. I think we set ourselves up for failure when we, when we create the expectation in our mind that we are going to one day be able to just never compare ourselves to people ever again. I think it's totally fair and reasonable to understand and accept the fact that you are going to compare yourself to people probably for the rest of your life because it just it seems to be some innate thing that we tend to do. So let's not go into this episode saying, all right, let's figure out how we stop this, but more so let's go into this figuring out what we can do about it, how we can take the comparison that may naturally come, how we can reframe that thought and how we can continue to move forward and be better versions of ourselves rather than constantly wondering why we're not where someone else is. Okay. Um, and I do want to say this too, you know, this is something that I have always, 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 always struggled with. Um, it, it, I think it came from, you know, maybe I'll have to do some deep therapy work, but I think it came from just being an athlete growing up and having my eyes set on, um, a goal of playing in the major leagues one day, playing professional baseball. Um, but even more so to get to college because, I knew that my odds of going pro were a lot higher if I had experience playing in college because I just wasn't at that level yet uh, in high school. And so everything, every waking moment of my life, I kid you not, was dedicated to getting to um, that level, to getting a scholarship, going to uh, play baseball at the, the collegiate level. Uh, I got good grades so that I could get more of a scholarship to go to um, a school that I wanted to play baseball there. I uh, worked out in order to be better at baseball. I prioritized different things in my life, whether it was social circles or um, uh, the way I structured my, the way I spent my day with my homework and sleep and whatnot. I wanted to make sure that I was the best I could possibly be uh, in order to get to that level. And so I had this, this, and I'm not saying this is right or this is what I should have been doing, but I had this idea that kind of was, um, formatted in my mind or hardwired in my mind that I was only as good as my last outing on the mound. I was only as good as my last outing on the mound, right? If I, if I had a great game, I pitched a great game, uh, through seven innings, allowed no runs, only had a couple of hits, maybe a walk or two, like a pretty, pretty darn good game. Um, and then the next game I got pulled out in the third inning because the other team was just shelling me. Uh, the, the, the game before that did not matter. It didn't matter. I was only as good as that last outing. Um, and so this is something that I have, This and this has bled into other aspects of my life, work, um, training. And I'm much better off now than I was when I was younger because I've had to work through a lot of this, but it's something that's still there. So I get it. I really do understand. Um, but I've also been able to kind of move out of it. And and, and here are some things that, that have helped me. Um, one of the first things is 
speaking specifically about health and fitness, is that you you have completely different characteristics and, and genetic makeups and anatomy than another individual that you may see at the gym. So you may see someone on social media or in the gym and, and you see they have a six pack and they have these quads that are massive and they have this and that. And there are actual like actual anatomical differences that will dictate what your body looks like as certain body fat percentages with a certain amount of lean body mass, so on and so forth. If I had the same exact amount of, of lean body mass in every single muscle that someone else does on social media that weighs the same as me, we are going to, and has the same body fat percentage as me, we are going to look completely different. They have different origins and insertions of their muscles than I do. Um, their bones might be shorter or longer than mine are. And that is going to completely change the way that they look, even if we're at different body fat percentage, or even if we're at the same body fat percentage. So there are some things like that that you, you literally cannot control those things. There's nothing you can do about it. So you need to let that go. That's, that's one big reason to not compare yourself to other people because um, you're just you're never going to look exactly like they do. You won't because you are literally, you have completely different uh, genetic makeup. Completely different, okay? The other thing that you need to consider too, uh, and this is a big one, is you have a completely different lifestyle, most likely, Okay. If you're a parent that struggles with seeing people on social media that are super fit and lean and healthy and blah, 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 and they seem to have the best looking body out there um, and their life is fantastic and they have three kids, you have three kids, why are you struggling feeling overweight and wearing sweatpants all the time, never feeling good about yourself? If they have three kids, I have three kids, what's the deal? You don't know exactly what's going on. You know, maybe they have their their, uh, parents that live down the street and so the parents can watch the kids all the time and they're able to go do whatever it is that they want to do while the parents are watching the kids. Maybe they have the means to afford help and you don't. Um, you never know, okay? You never know. Maybe, and this is the big one, this it usually happens, maybe they have a different lifestyle and they say no to different things than you do so that they can have that. Maybe their social life with other adults is horrible. They don't have friends because all they do is parent their kids and then go to the gym and sleep. You just, you don't know. And so that's something else you need to consider when <clears throat> when you are comparing yourself to somebody else. When you tell yourself you want what someone else has, you can't just want the outcome and just take the outcome, the thing that you see on the surface, the thing that you see on social media, the six pack that you see at the gym. You also must ask if you're willing to take on whatever it is that got them there. Are you willing to do what they did? Are you willing to do what they do? If the answer is no, then why in the world are you comparing yourself? If the answer is yes, okay, sure, then let's make some improvements in your life. Not to be them, but to be a better version of yourself, sure. That's the biggest one I see is people will say, well, so-and-so has this, so-and-so has this. Okay, but what about the rest of their life? Sure, this guy has is a high-level CEO, makes buku bucks, goes on a stupid amount of vacations, but his kids don't really know who he is and he doesn't really know who his kids are. You just don't know that. His wife is looking for attention in other places because he's not able to give her the attention and love and care and affection that she's wanted from him since they got married. Oh, but you know, he's bringing in a bunch of money, so who cares? You just don't know. He's sacrificing his family, his life, and his marriage to get that stuff. 
and I'm creating a fake scenario, obviously, but I'm sure there's one out there that applies um, <clears throat> or relates to this specific scenario, right? Take the person that is working out in the gym that is super ripped and you're just like, what in the world is, what's the deal? You know, let's say it's that mom. Let's say, oh, she's a single mom too. She's so freaking lean. What's, what's, what's the deal? Well, she pays more to go to a gym that has a nursery. So she's able to drop her kid off and then work out. She works her job while the kid's in school. Kid comes home. She meal preps for the rest of the week or the rest of the day, next day, whatever. They go to bed. She hasn't seen a friend in so long. She hasn't gone out to eat in so long. You never know, right? I'm creating a little bit more, you know, exaggerated examples, but you get the point. You don't know everything that's going on. So instead of saying, why can't I have that? We need to say, hmm, that person looks great. I wonder what I can learn from them. If someone looks great, if someone has something that you want, if someone is living a life that you wish you were living, use it as an opportunity to learn rather than beat yourself up. So instead of saying, why can't I have that? Which first of all is a, is a victim mindset. It's a fixed mindset. We need to say, huh, that person does, has, looks like blank. I wonder what I can learn from them. That's immediate growth mindset. Takes everything into your control. What can I learn? What can I do? Versus why can't I? Okay. The next thing that, that helped me a lot is, is also just remembering that you probably have something they want too. They're probably comparing themselves to you in some regard. And that isn't a reminder to put yourself on a pedestal and say, oh yeah, people are going to compare their, themselves to me and always be jealous. No, it's to remind you that, hey, quit being a little baby about everything. You've got so much stuff to be grateful for. Stop coveting so much. <laughs> Stop. You've got all this amazing stuff in your life. The grass is always going to be greener when you're looking for greener grass. Always. They probably have something you want to be, be grateful for what you do have. Next thing, tangibly speaking is, is limiting, uh, highlight real exposure and get in the weeds with people like develop real and true community, limit, highlight real exposure and get into some true community. So highlight real exposure. Obviously that's self-explanatory. Okay. Social media limit what you're watching on there, whether it's the length of time, the accounts you follow, whatever it may be, find a way to limit it. Because if you find yourself comparing more than you do learning and feeling worse about yourself more than you do feeling capable, it's not good for you. Some people can look at the, all the highlight reels and be like, oh, this is super motivating. I'm getting after it. Some people can't. Know yourself. And whether you're going to continue you know, watching the highlight reels like crazy or not, you need to get into some real community. People who know you. People who are going to encourage you, who are going to challenge you, who are going to push you, who are actually going to work on helping you be better. And you are going to do the same for them. That is so, so, so valuable. Develop real true. We don't have that anymore. We don't have real true community anymore. I am so grateful for what I get to do every single week with the people in my church to sit down with people who are in a similar walk of life and just spill all of our beans everywhere and just be like, this is what's going on. This is what sucks. This is what is going really, really well and have them pray over us and have, and, and be able to pray over them and be like, Hey, what can we do? Like, how can we help each other be better? Where can we grow? Where can we challenge each other? Where do we see things that aren't going well in each other's lives that we need to help each other improve? That is like, oh, that's everything. 
And, and I'll tell people about that. And they're like, what? You do that? Where, where can I get some of that? <laughs> Talk to people. Create that space. Don't just wait for it to fall into your lap. Develop real, true community with people who are going to love, support, challenge, and encourage you. And I want to, I want to kind of say this too. This wasn't, I didn't really plan on saying this part, but um, don't just get with people who are going to be a bunch of cheerleaders. That is not good for you. It's not. I know 2023, it's all about like feeling good and feeling great about myself, no matter how bad I'm doing at this, no matter how, how much I've fallen short on this, no matter how, how I haven't shown up to work. It, 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 no. You can feel great about yourself and set high standards for yourself and have people challenge you at the same time. All those things can exist in the same space. Do you, should you have people that encourage you and support you and are cheering you on? Absolutely. hundred percent. But you don't want over cheerleading to turn into enabling. So be with people who love you and care about you and are also going to be real with you. Okay. This can help, this can help you get out of your own head um, and help you understand what other people are going through and understand, oh, they don't have it all together either. It's probably okay that I don't. But I'm really good at this thing that they're kind of struggling with. And they're really good at this thing that, that, that I'm struggling with. Maybe we can help each other out with this. Whereas when you're just watching highlight reels and you struggle with comparison and you always feel down about yourself, all you're doing every time you scroll, you're, you're going to see that reel that says, you suck. You're not good enough. You're falling short. You're a failure. How? What, what do you expect to happen to your mindset? How do you think you're going to start living when you start feeding yourself with that every single freaking day. Sorry, I'm getting fired up. You're not going to do anything because you don't have any belief in yourself. Anyway, the next thing is um, set goals for yourself. So many people go through life without goals. And I don't mean goals like dreams. Dreams and goals are different. Dreams are, um, dreams are dreams. Dreams are really big things that sound crazy that might take a really long time. Goals are things that have a plan that you can follow day in and day out, that you can measure, that you can say, yes, I did do it, or no, I haven't done it yet. Like so many people go through life without goals. And I'm not even just talking about health and fitness, but but finances, savings, relationships, like something that you can measure and you can actually check off and say, I achieved this. I did this. I got this done. Do you have any idea the... The power that you give yourself when you do that, the momentum that that builds when you acknowledge that you have achieved something challenging, that you get when you get to the top of the mountain and you've got the rocky thing going, you've got your fists up in the air and you're just like, I did it. Oh my gosh, that feeling. There is There are a few things greater than that feeling, truly. But you're never going to know if you're not measuring these things and seeing your progress. If you just skate through life hoping and dreaming and saying the whole one day thing, you're going to get to one day thinking that you never achieved anything. And that one day is going to be your last day. And there's going to be a lot of regret. But if you say, okay, it is my dream to uh, be able to live off of real estate investments uh, at age 50. Don't have to work. Retire early. Great. But what does that look like goal-wise Six months from now, a year from now, $10,000 in savings, freaking make it happen. Let's go. Write it down. Once you get there, you dance and you celebrate and you share the win because you have achieved something. Set goals for yourself. Measure your progress. 
and celebrate the heck out of them when you achieve them. This is going to reinforce that you are capable of doing difficult things, that you have the ability to adapt when times are hard and you have the ability to show up for yourself. Let's compare that to the social media thing I was talking about. <laughs> Which one do you think is going to help you become a better person? Yeah, the person that sets goals and celebrates them, continues to make more. Comparison distracts you from you and your goals. Like it distracts you from what you need to do. Comparison, all it is, is this little thing going, hey, over here, don't worry about the improvements you need to make for yourself. Just aspire to be this. Next thing you know, kind of slacking off in your nutrition. You're not really hitting the gym as hard as you should be. You're saying screw it more often. And then you're 50 pounds heavier and you're just like, what happened? Comparison is a, is a distraction. It distracts you from you, the better version of yourself and your goals. That's all it does. Okay. Um, <clears throat> one, one other thing I wanted to talk about. Actually, you know what? When, as an example, with the whole comparison distracting you thing. When I was pitching, um, when I was pitching, there were times where I would find myself doing this. Okay, when, I, when I was in high school, I did not throw hard. When I was in college, I did not throw hard. I was like mid-80s on a good day. So I had to be, I had to adapt and change in different ways. I had to get crafty. I had to get, get better with my off-speed pitches, my curveballs, my change-ups. I had to keep batters on their feet because it, the odds are I, 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 I wasn't just going to blow it past them. <clears throat> so I had to find these different ways to adapt. But there would be times where we'd be in the dugout, we're hitting, and I'd be looking at that other pitcher, and he's bringing it. 92, 93, 95, 95, 95, 96. And you can hear that ball just sizzling through the air. And that pop that it has in that catcher's mitt is insane. And that thought comes into my mind where it's like, shoot, you're not throwing hard enough. Now, in that moment, in that moment, I had two options as a pitcher. Option one, go out there and try to be somebody else. Try to just get my body to somehow whip it even harder and just go balls to the wall and maybe squeak out another mile or two. If we go from 85 to maybe 87, like I said, on a really good day, <laughs> if that, maybe more like 83 to 85, if I'm being honest. I did not throw hard at all. Um, and just try to try to measure up to that person in that moment, in that instant. Or... I could have stayed focused on what I needed to do, which as a pitcher, you're just focused on one pitch at a time. My job, next time I go, I went out there, the first pitch, my job was to throw a strike. That was my job. Second pitch, my job is to throw a strike. That's it. My job isn't to be the other pitcher, to be better than the other pitcher, to do this better than the other pitcher. It's no, no, no. It's to throw a strike. But those moments, I remember games. I can distinctly remember games where I gave into that comparison. And I felt that pressure. That that pressure that wasn't even real to be someone that I wasn't, to pitch like someone that like that I'm that I'm not. And I went out there and I tried to throw it as hard as I possibly could because I felt insecure and small because he threw harder than me. Next thing you knew, I walked a person. Because I'm changing my whole mechanics trying to whip things as hard as I possibly can. And I'm throwing wild pitches. I walk a guy. Next thing you know, guy hits a single. 
now I'm starting, I'm now I'm not feeling great about how this inning is going. And it can build and build and build. Instead of just being confident in what I had and focusing on my job and being better than I was last inning. That's it. As soon as you give into that distraction, it is going to take you away from the job that you have and what you need to do to reach your goals. There is no other person, them, they, in this whole sentence, it's you and your goals. So don't let it distract you from what you need to do to be the better version of yourself. Now, lastly, I want to say this too. There's this book that uh, a friend lent me and I, I haven't, I haven't read it yet, but she was telling me the, um, the concept and I looked, I, I did some research into it. I looked more into it. And it's called uh, Gap in the Gain, I think is what the book is called. But it's on these, these two principles, the gap and the gain, right? So when we, um, what we can tend to do is uh, look forward at where we want to be and always find the gap between where we are now and, and where we want to be or where we should be or where somebody else is that's ahead of us. That's the gap. That's not a great mindset to be in. Whereas the gain is someone who is moving forward but constantly looks back to say, wow, can't believe I made it this far. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's the gain. There's someone who is looking at the gain that they've achieved over time rather than cons- consistently gaining, but choosing to look at the gap that they're falling short on that's keeping them from where they are now to where they want to be, if that makes sense. You're moving forward either way, but one person is just continually looking at what's ahead and never feeling like they arrive. This is something I really struggle with. That feeling of it's never enough. That feeling that they've that they've never arrived and they just need to do a little bit more, a little bit more. Next year, do this. Next year, do that. Next year, make this happen. But it's never enough. Whereas the gain is, oh my gosh. Do you remember that one time where I was trying to make this happen and I did this? And now look at where I am now. That's crazy. That's the gain, right? So always challenge yourself to look at the gain. Think about hiking, right? When I go, when I go hunting with my with my dad, we do a lot of hiking, obviously. Got to get to these animals and they're obviously in places that you don't want to be in. Um, and we're doing a ton of hiking. And <clears throat> there are always moments where I am tired, I'm out of breath, got so much weight on my back. And I'm looking up at the top of that peak and I'm like, oh, you have got to be kidding me. Like, that's it? That's all I've done? We're still not there? And then I'll, I'll like, you know, take another minute to catch my breath and I slowly turn around and look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've gotten this far. Look how high up we are. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a real life example of like the gap or the gain. So the, the thing that I'm saying here, guys, isn't to, it's not to stop striving and not, I'm not inviting you to stop moving forward and want to be at that peak, want to be at that future version of yourself. But as you're striving, as you're moving forward, don't forget to look back. And say, oh my gosh, I can't believe how far I've come. You don't need comparison to other people when you're able to see how far you've come and how much better off you are now than where you were six months ago, a year from now, whatever it might be. You're not going to need that. So I hope that in some way this has this has resonated. Something here has, has clicked for you. Uh, because we all struggle with this. And that's what I want to end with. Just know that you are not alone. You are absolutely not alone in this. Um, We all struggle with it. Don't expect that it's ever going to go away. But begin to foster a mindset that allows you to reframe those thoughts of comparison. 
to look back to say, oh my gosh, I've achieved so much. I have come so far. And to look at that person and not go, gosh, why can't I have what they have? But rather, good for that person. They're doing well. I wonder what I can learn from them. That's what we need to do. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Really appreciate you being here. Again, if you have not, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or and or I should say, and or Spotify. Um, Again, if you have questions you want to have answered, go to my uh, Sunday Q&A on Instagram. My handle is Adam Pullman underscore PT. Leave as many questions as you would like there, uh, and I will go ahead and answer them for you there on the story and on the uh, show. All right. Thanks for being here, y'all. We'll catch you in the next one. If you're still here, listen up. Here's the thing. You have access to all the health and fitness information in the world, yet you may still find yourself feeling absolutely fed up with the way that you look, feel, and move. That's because it's not an information issue, but rather an implementation issue. What I do at Pullman Fitness is walk with you one-on-one through custom training and nutrition solutions so you can finally quit the guesswork, transform your body, and live life to the full. So if you're sick and tired of how you're looking, feeling, or moving, go ahead and message me on Instagram with the word call, that's C-A-L-L, call, and we'll see how I can best help you. And hey, if you enjoy the show, share the love by leaving a five-star rating and review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast.